0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, welcome back to Don V Fridays. This is episode 60. We got some things to talk about. I got a friend of the podcast. Introduce yourself for the good people, please. What's going on, everybody out there listening to Don V Fridays? I'm back again. It's Sunny D. I'm here. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, son of the E.D. The legend. <laughs> the new, loop News legend. No, 757 legend. It's all, it's all the same. Lupa News handle. We all from the same. We all from yeah, the same. Yeah. Game. It's all yeah. good. Uh, gonna talk some Game of Thrones. <laughs> game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Oh, Lord. Have mercy, push. Before we get on that, since I started this podcast, I get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with. I don't always know who's going to win, but I do know where to go. The answer is my bookie. Between their live in-game betting, endless props, and fantasy sports wages, there's something for everybody. With the best player perks in the sports book business, they've been good to me, and I know they'll be good to you. They're hooking my listeners up all month. Visit mybookie.ag in the promo code armchair25 when creating your account to claim your 50% bonus. Laying down $100, you got an extra $50 in play. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G promo code armchair25. You play, you win, you get paid. Cause when you play the Game of Thrones, you win, you lose, you die, and all that other shit that seriously said. What's up with this show, man? Did you like Did you like the ending first and foremost? Did you like the finale? It It was definitely underwhelming. I'm not gonna be like all these other people who were just piling on it on the twitters and know, uh, but I'm not gonna lie. I was watching it. i watched it with a sense of relief, like. Ugh, I'm just kind of glad it's over and done with. like, no. And that, that that really made me sad for, to feel that for like Game of Thrones. For Game of Thrones, uh, I think Andrew Schultz, young Hezzy he said it best on Wester Bros podcast. It might have been him or one of his co-hosts, but he said, towards the end of Game of Thrones, they disney it, <laughs> And that was the best way to, they Disney, it was a Disney ending. It like, yeah, yeah. You see people getting tearful send-offs, and oh, Arya's gonna go be a pirate now, and Sansa's the queen, and Jon's back at. Go on, man. These motherfuckers are supposed to be dead. Arya's <laughs> supposed to be in a ditch somewhere. Sansa's <laughs> supposed to be somebody's wife that she didn't want to be. Jon's supposed to be headless with his head on the fucking spike. Like this is Game of Thrones where everybody's supposed to be fucking miserable at the end of the day. Seriously, supposed to be drinking a glass of wine. With the Night King at her side, and they just got married. (laughs) Game of Thrones was a show that was meant that was built on mind raping the audience. Fuck your feelings. And at the end of it, it was oh, everybody, and, and the fucking the paraplegic ends up on the throne. Yeah, I was literally like in front of my screen, like screaming at the screen, like. Vegas was right. You tell me, Vegas was right this whole fucking time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> there That's is no Vegas. way you predict that with, without having an inside man, yo. They definitely had somebody in the Yeah, they visited, the they visited oh. mybookie.ag and hopefully they made some money choosing a brand for the throne. That's crazy, man. Yeah, That is it's insane. The, the one man who didn't do shit ends up sitting on the throne and he would yeah. come out his mouth and say I don't want anymore and at the <laughs> end of the show as soon as they said hey bro you ever thought about being king he said what you think I will my wheelchair down here for <laughs> he's a and piece I of he shit <laughs> he's a piece of shit he was if he knew all this shit was going to happen then he knew Daenerys was going to burn King's Landing to the ground somebody's going to have to murk her ass off and he was going to end up sitting on the throne. Bran Stark is the biggest piece of shit to ever, yeah, I was about yeah. to say step foot in Westeros, but he can't even step foot. He's the worst piece of shit to ever roll tire or roll wheel because they ain't even had tires. <laughs> He's the worst piece of shit to ever roll wheel in Westeros. Yeah. If he knew all this shit ahead of time, and people be like, people be like, but he he not allowed to see the future. His vision let him see the past. He knew Jamie Anderson was coming. His ass was sitting there with that mega kid, grinning the whole fucking ass <laughs> because he knew that he can he can see shit. He knew what's gonna happen. Now that whole comment he made to Jamie makes a whole lot of sense. Like, I guess for Jamie, there really wasn't a future. He went down to that fucking rubble. Like that was like the worst fucking death for such a fucking epic bad guy in TV history. That was just terrible. Yeah. It was really bad. He got killed by some rocks. Rocks and rubble. Em Em and Serious, he got killed by the rocks and rubble. And, uh, uh, a lot of people said, seriously, you know, her death, you know, they could have did so much more, and I agree, but I still understand you know, her dying in the Red Keep and she used to talk all this shit about you know, how she was the shit and the Red Keep was this and the Red Keep was that. So for her to die underneath the Red Keep, that, I get the metaphor. Yeah, it's a bit of poetic justice than that, I guess. Right. You know, it, people wanted to see Cersei get fucked up the ass with a spear or some. Shit. People, <laughs> was, People wanted blood, man. When it came to seriously because we seen her in that fucking shit eating grin, or her that smirk, yeah. like we seen her just get away with like the fuckery for years. So people wanted to see her just. People wanted to see her take the ale. People wanted to see her take the massive ale, not crying in her lover's arms, even though that's her brother with her trifling ass. They trifling the asses. <laughs> People wanted people wanted to see her head on a spike. All the shit she yeah. let go down. They wanted her to have the goddamn Ned Stark treatment. Yes. How did Ned Stark get a more fucked up death than she did? <laughs> That's just what it was about. It was just like, man, people wanted to see seriously get fucked up. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> and we didn't get it. So a lot of people was mad about that. But like I said, I understood the significance of it. It was like, okay, you got killed under the one thing you thought would always protect you. I get it. But yeah, yeah I, mean, just, always... for the, I mean, for this season, it was bad, man. It was a bad season. Yeah. Well, what was your thoughts overall thoughts of the season? Like, it was it's funny because when the first episode came on, a lot of people were felt underwhelmed by the first episode, and I was like, No. I'm like every first episode of every season of Game of Thrones is like this. It's the setup. Catches you Yeah, it catches you up from last season and it's a setup for the shit you're gonna go through all season. I'm like, okay, that's standard for Game of Thrones. Then that second episode hit and I was like, more build up. I know I know the Battle of the Fell is episode three, but we are getting all build up and I find myself like inside I was like, Man, this ain't it. But I was like, no, 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 it's Game of Thrones, and I was making excuses for it. And then that's when. And the biggest reveal in that episode was Arya's sad titty. (laughs) (laughs) But when the Battle of Winterfell came through, and that's when I was like, yo, I was like, I don't know, man. I was like, this is this might be what it is. Like this whole season, it might just be this. I'm like, I'm kind of hoping yeah you killed off you they killed off the night King in episode three after building him up all these seasons as this unstoppable force, and he got killed by what they're considering a teenager, yeah who had just got her cherry popped the night before and was able to jump like fucking. Greek freak. She was able to jump like Greek freak through the air yeah. with a dagger. She had just had her <laughs> hymen busted, probably less than twenty four hours ago. <laughs> that same night. No, yeah, I think they, I think he came the next day. The next night, he gave him a night to fucking and drink and all that shit, and then the next night was the pull up. <laughs> it don't matter. I can't. I can't go to work to my regular job after sex you mean to tell me she went and put up a triple double killed off 30 something white yeah. walkers with, with a two sided staff like she was Darth Maul she was able <laughs> to sneak through a library she was able to do all this amazing shit and then jump like, mother- like she was Jay Rich from the fucking Warriors and kill <laughs> off the Night King all this after having her hymen busted less than 24 hours ago yeah, she didn't yeah. even wince on the battlefield. Man. <laughs> I, I don't know man. It yeah, yeah. It it And uh, if they thought that the Night King killing Theon was supposed to be enough of a demonstration yeah. of <laughs> it was like fuck him. <laughs> yeah, Who at that point Theon to go? Come on, we at, at that point, most of us were kind of like, alright Theon, you can kind of get your ass out of here, let's go Theon served his purpose, we didn't like, if that was supposed to be the oh my god moment, nah no, sorry <laughs> we had been done with Reek, we've been done with Reek since season yeah. 2 but, <laughs> No, yeah, no man, yeah. you can go buddy you can go yeah I'm more on the lines of you as far as the season just uh, it it just was it was it had some moments it had some oh okay but in the end it it just it underwhelmed for what Game of Thrones is it underwhelmed when episode about halfway through episode four of this season that's kind of when I was like I was like, oh, all right. All right, cool. From that point, I was just kind of waiting for it to be over, like the whole season. I was like, (laughs) it could pick up beyond this point, but I'm not expecting it to. (laughs) It couldn't pick up. After they killed the Night King, I'm like, where do you go from here? Yeah. You mean to tell me that the real enemy is just this drunk milf in the South? That's the real enemy? Like, not the ice zombie king that's been killing shit for seven seasons and resurrecting his army and... You know, they didn't even give the Night King a purpose before they killed him no. off. We don't even know why he was doing what he was doing. Nah. They just murked his ass off. All we knew was whatever they living, he wanted dead. Yeah, they just made him a bad guy. Oh, well, I'm just evil. and You know, now I know they said that the, 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 the Forest Kids, the Forest Churn, made him because he was, because man was killing them off and they needed an equalizer. So I can um, understand, like, the Frankenstein element of it. Like, they just created a monster and... Yeah. But he had... Like, this wasn't just some zombie. This wasn't just some monster. Like, yeah. he used to walk around with a purpose. And he used to stunt. When, when they did that shit at a home, and he yeah. brought all them people back to life, he didn't have to do it in front of them humans. He changed not he, he wanted to let them know, look, motherfuckers, you, you, this ain't something that you want to fuck with. Because he sure as fuck didn't do that when he brought the Therian back. He made sure the niggas was good and gone. Like, yeah, let me slide this dragon back on in here. He brought a dragon back to life. He brought a whole dragon back to life. They didn't even show who put the chains on the fucking dragon when they went down there. No. Next thing you know, these motherfuckers had chains on it. (laughs) Dragging it out the water. He had a white walker dragon but he used to flex his powers like, listen, I know what's up. Even yeah. when uh, he pulled up on Brandon and them, like, yes, I know what you can do. I know how you yeah. doing do that shit with the crew. And when so he grabbed him the it. motherfucker in the vision and he left a mark on his arm and shit, yeah, that was yes. flexing. Yes. Which is dumb because it didn't mean shit. It didn't mean a damn In thing. the end, it was over. He knows where I'm at. Man. I forget. I think. I think uh, our good buddy Swift, our good buddy Swift, had this theory. It might have been him, or oh, I, might, I might be giving credit to the wrong person. But <laughs> Swift, if you're listening, I, I gotta give you credit, or somebody else their credit. But a great ending the Game of Thrones, even if Bran was sitting on the throne, you know, it, mm-hmm. ends, it ends the same way. And when he embraces Jon, he. John comes to hug him or whatever. He touches him on the wrist. Yeah. And he's like, uh, such and such, I love you, whatever, whatever. He touches him on the wrist the same way that the night king touched him. Yeah. John goes north. You know, when he does his little expedition north or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. His eyes turn blue. the credits roll. <laughs> that now, yeah. you could have redeemed the whole season with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's some cold shit, yeah, that's some ice cold shit that would that might have, and you just like ooh, 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 ooh. yeah, you, even though the series is over, it would make you want more like and that, honestly, that would have been insane, I think where they fucked up at a lot is they were so focused on this life after Game of Thrones. We well, we want to do more shows after Game of Thrones and they didn't give you the closure. Like, they spent this whole time, that's why everybody rolled off into the sunset just because, well, we might give you that Arya show. We might give you that John Snow Beyond the Wall show. Like, yeah. and they didn't give you the proper closure. Like, I would have been fine with, like, the Night King thing, like, not getting the closure on the Night King situation if the plan was to do, like, a prequel show because the books are filled with a lot of background on the story of the history of Westeros and, you know, the whole tale of, of Ice and Fire. Like, they, have, it's tons of that in the books. So they could have, you know, delved into the history of, you know, the Night King and, you know, the, the Forest people and all that. And if that was the plan, cool, I would have been down with that. I would have been fine with not getting the answers if that was the plan, but... That doesn't seem to be what they got going on in the future, man. They, it's a, man, they went full, they, they went commercial. They commercialized Game of Thrones. They wanted to make, you know, they had a big audience. It was mainstream. Uh, Game of Thrones turned into a hot topic type of thing. Yeah. You know, like hot topic always. Yeah. Went to cash in on some mainstream shit. Like, oh, we're so hipster. That's what Game of Thrones did towards the end without no source material. It was just like, man, that's just John's a hero. Cersei's a douche. And there's no more nuance. Like the character stopped being nuanced. As yes. were, like Jamie was like a flawed person trying to get back on the road and to redemption and all that. And in the end, he, he had to Come get back. On. He wanted that, that twin sister pussy. Like that's what called him back. Not Breanne, who he fucking knighted and yeah. fucking popped her fucking cherry. It was a lot of cherries being popped. <laughs> he, he completed. What do you he completed his character arc. Levelled his character up to ninety nine, just to delete his character and start back over from the beginning. Yes. 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 he got all the perks. He did all the work. <laughs> Just the fucking delete the character and go right back to what he was. Doing. It was crazy. He had a fight to the death with Euron, a great joy, which made no fucking sense. Cause yeah, they teased a little bit of tension, and yeah. I think the previous season they teased a little, but it wasn't like legit beef. Like why are they fighting to the death? Yeah, it was just dumb. Um, before we move on, I like to take a second introduce our friends from SeatGeek let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience instead of shopping dozens of sites to find a deal let SeatGeek, do, let SeatGeek do the work for you their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game concert or show and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you are getting the best, deal, best bang for your book <clears throat> a green dot marks great deals a yellow dot, good deals. A red dot, not so good deals. Use the promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. Or if you at the Verizon Center, that's like one of those little Papa John pieces and a drink or something. of that. What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA. For $20 off your first purchase, Seat Geek. License event, we have the tickets. We're gonna move on. We're still talking Game of Thrones, but we're gonna go into a bigger picture because obviously Game of Thrones is still one of the best shows, one of the best shows I ever watched. Um, if anybody knows me, I always say like Oz, The Sopranos, and The Wire are my three favorite shows of all time. But if I expanded that to the top five. Game of Thrones still makes that top five along with Breaking Bad. So, is Game of Thrones still one of your top shows of all time, sir? Or oh. did, it, did it did they completely fuck up and no longer the case? Uh, oh no, oh, it's definitely still like in my top five, probably my top three. But like I'm I've to let six episodes of lukewarm to terrible ruin, like, seven seasons of fucking greatness. Like, I had too many good memories from Game of Thrones just to be like, oh, these six episodes undid, all that. Yeah, it was a lot of people saying, like, oh, we wasted our time. Like, no, nah, the, the, like I said, the highs are still very high. Like, you cannot take away, even the lows were still very low as far as how they Man. made you feel when some of your cur- favorite characters died off or yeah. went bad or whatever the case. Some of those highs were very high, some of those lows was really low for me to just say, All right, I gotta bump it for my top five favorite shows. And I honestly think that given like if given like six months, if like everybody who's like so you know, low on the show right now, if like six, eight a year from now went back and they just like watched all the episodes too. Again, they'd be like, "All right, okay, yeah, all okay. right." I see why I was in love with this. All shit. Right. especially yeah. when they get to like season four, because that's when shit started to get real. <laughs> they'd be like, "The ending is still underwhelming, but okay, it wasn't world ending." <laughs> but speaking of top threes, and this is something we came up with before the show, we didn't share, we didn't share our answers with each other, but we discussed some top threes in Game of Thrones history. So, we're going to start with top three battles or fights. I'm going to give... For this one, I'm going to give mine first, and then you're going to give yours. So, for top three battles slash fights. So, that means it could be a whole battle, like a big battle, or it could be just a one-on-one, or it could be just one person on a kill spree. Whatever the case may be, just swords clashing, shields bashing, Heads getting cut off, all that. So for me, my top three battles or fights, I got the Battle of Blackwater, because I think that's the battle for me that made me, okay, I like this Better. Game of Thrones shit. That was the first one for me where I was like, okay, now I don't just like this show. I'm like invested into this shit. Cause I that was the first one that had me on the edge of my seat, like, oh shit, like what's going on? Yeah. Are they gonna win? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really introduced you. To yeah. like this, it was the real Game like, of Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Blackwater definitely. I got hard home because that's another one where I oh wait a minute this is real. Yeah. <laughs> Night Kingdom pulled up. This is real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people were getting murked off left and right. The people the people beyond the wall still didn't believe shit stink until they smelled it, and. <laughs> Horror home got fucking real. Like like a lot of a lot of people lost their lives that day and they came right back. Yeah. And last but not least, I put uh Mountain vs. Viper with the Trial by Combat. Um dope fight. We know how it ended, but still a dope fight and still made my top three. Now what's your top three? Battles slash fights. Alright. My top three. We gonna go ahead. And we gonna stop with hard home because that mm-hmm. was a live ass episode. Like that is definitely one of my favorite Game of Thrones episodes. Like out of any episode, to watch that jump today, and like when those motherfuckers rode through. Like you knew it was going when that motherfucker looked through that gate, that <laughs> fucking wood gate mm-hmm. made of lumber, and then that wave of undead just smashed against that bitch. And that fight that John had. With the fucking one White Walker, that's what we should have got yeah. with the Night King. That's the real fight with the Night King, damn it. But that episode was epic. Yeah, damn now that my... you think about it, that is, that, that was like the closest, like, as far as a fight. Because Sam killed one on some fluke shit. Ah, uh, humbug shit, yeah. But <laughs> as far as, like, a White Walker was, like, some authority. Because he was kind of, like, directed yeah. shit. Yeah, and he killed him with the Valerian steel. Yeah, you're right. That is like the, the Night King didn't even do all that. He just kind of menacingly stalked. <laughs> he didn't do yeah. shit. I guess he had a dragon fight, but he wasn't physically doing shit. All right. Now, what's your yeah. next? Two- all right. My next one. I'm going to go mountain versus Viper. Of course, that was that was because I knew how that fight was supposed to end. But I let them troll me. I let them troll me and think that it was gonna come out a different way, and it was epic. And I was like, Yes, yes, my man's gonna live. And then he didn't. He didn't. The moment he got him on his back and you start going on that grand speech, I was like, No. No, I think we all, we all did the way I knew it was going. And for my last one, I gotta go the Battle of Castle Black, man. That battle okay. was, that was a pretty good battle. And, you when know. Man, With Man's Raider and, and all them, Egret and, and all them pulled up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was kind of like, that was, that was kind of, it established real stakes and it was kind of like consequences and like you saw the shit that has been building up to that point actually, uh, all the relationships and the frictions and shit that been building and it, the shit came to a head, Egret died. Jon Snow, you still don't know shit. And which with the, the end of the fucking show, he still don't know shit. He still so she was shit. right all along. She was always right about that yeah. You don't know nothing. You don't know shit. And she was right. Yeah. And he still don't know shit because he married her in real life. <laughs> you know, they're dating or whatever the case is. He still don't know shit. Yeah. He could be swimming in some of the top-notch Persian bitches <laughs> he could be fucking top Australian princesses or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And he settled for Red Box, like most of us do. With anything else to do. You go you, you know how you go to Red Box at 7 Eleven at 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's what his ass he Settled for Red Box. But well, let's yeah. move on. <laughs> top three holy shit moments. So that could be a death, that could be a whatever. Just moments that made you <gasps> What the fuck, or whatever the case may be. It don't exactly always gotta be a death or whatever. But, what's your top three holy shit moments? Alright, I'm gonna start this one with, I'm pretty sure the obvious one. I'm just, I'm sure just about everybody got this on their list. But the goddamn Red Wedding. Like, I was watching that shit, and the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, yo, is what I'm thinking about to go down about to go down? And then motherfuckers keep moving in position. I was like, nah, man, this ain't about to happen. And they, they keep talking. The speech keeps going on. I'm like, yo. I'm like, you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious? And then the stab happened. Motherfucker stabbed up the baby. I was like, oh, man. I was like, yep. And bro, and bro stabbed her like six times. Like, she you, you are. There is no, she kind of survived this. No, he was stabbing the shit out of Rob Stark's old lady. Yes. Man, they even, they even killed his die wolf, man. That shit was serious. That shit fucked me, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck me up. But That shit, fucked me up. What was the <laughs> other two? But my second one, man, I gotta go all the way back to season fucking two, yo. That goddamn phantom ghost demon baby that the red oh. woman fucking birthed. Yo! <laughs> I was like, I was, I was Sir Dabo's show. I was, just, man, I had the same reaction, man. I wanted to get the fuck out of the room. Then I will not even in it. She gave like she, man, gave, this like, shit she is spread pregnant. her legs and gave birth to Kodak Black. That <laughs> motherfucker came out. And 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 and, and, and you know and you know what fucked me up? Like she was pregnant for like an episode. Yeah. Like, the motherfucker crawled out of there. Like he been in there for years. Like he been in there <laughs> Came <laughs> out a growing ass man. <laughs> he came out old. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> straight out. Uh, Freedom. How long you been in there, my nigga? Yeah. <laughs> hey, damn. And what, and what was your last holy shit moment? My last holy shit moment was the the cap to the Battle of Home. and all these motherfuckers were standing on the ships, and yeah, the goddamn night <laughs> the Night king was goddamn standing there, and he just raised yeah. the arm, and you just see, yeah, he did the Randy Orton hell yeah hit it was the randy orton and this nigga john just looked across the horizon he couldn't see nothing but undead and this motherfucker just looked back like man like what well, he knew what we was he knew what they was up against yeah he knew what they was up against so it's my turn my top three holy shit moments was i ain't gonna lie this one kind of fucked me up too but the hold the door shit Man, oh, yo. Hold kind of the door. Well, we yo, found out I, how Hodor came to be. That's that sure still kind of. I, I tear up on the inside when I still watch that history. I'm <laughs> like, you made that dude retarded. Is you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. A dude named Willis. Yeah. And he made the dude retarded. He had him on the ground shaking and all that. I said. That yeah. All this on his quest to become king apparently. And then, that yeah that that scene's going to it's going to get referenced again in this list somewhere down there, yeah. <laughs> but uh my second one and we gotta take it back to season one, but Ned Stark's death, like I did not see it coming. <laughs> I was blindsided. I kept saying like they ain't gonna kill him. He gonna like at that point when I was watching Game of Thrones, I thought it was a hero show. And heroes survive, even if they're yeah. on the fucking executioner's chopping block. Somebody shoots an arrow, kills the executioner, Ned gets free, gets a sword, cuts his way through, and lives happily ever after. But no. They cut his fucking head off. Yeah. And it yeah. stayed cut off. Nobody yeah. ever reattached it. There are a lot of people who, like you, were very hopeful that, you know, Ned Stark was going to, you know, find some way out of the situation. But a lot of us out there who are familiar with Sean Bean's, uh, his his line of work, his resume, we all like, yeah, this Sean Bean doesn't end up too well in his movies and shows. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's what I found out. I was like, oh, this is real. They really killing motherfuckers off, And In my last holy shit moment, uh, I gotta take it to season, uh, what was it, seven? But the Night King dying. Not the Night King dying, but who killed him, how he died. It was whoa. Yeah. Like this girl just had her hymen busted. Now she's jumping out jumping out the gym and hitting people with the offhand, Euro step, stabbing them yeah. with the with the with the Valerian steel. It was a big time holy shit moment. Like I won't even though this season has been lackluster, I won't act that, like I wasn't in my house yeah. going crazy when Arya jumped out of nowhere and killed off the most the man who probably had the most bodies in Westeros or ordered the most bodies. Yeah. I mean, Khaleesi might have hauled them down in one episode. Mm-hmm. we gonna get we might have talk about that later, but Yeah. That's definitely mm-hmm. a holy shit moment, like. Whoa. I literally screamed at the top of my lungs. Aria, fucking league MVP, as I almost jumped out of my chair when that shit happened. But <laughs> well, let's move on to top three most satisfying moments. So once again, that could be somebody getting a kill. That could be a, a crowning moment. That could be anything. Somebody got some pussy that you thought they weren't going to get, whatever the case may be. Uh, you went first last time. So I'm going to go first this time. My top three most satisfying moments. John being named King of the North um, after winning Battle of the Basses. That shit was uh, that was dope. It was a moment. I mean, we saw it happen to Rob, and That was a dope moment. Yeah. But before it happened in the John angle, like, I was fucking like, yeah, I yeah. felt like I won something. <laughs> I felt like I got to be King of the North. Uh, that was dope. Uh, and I thought two. it was pretty cool. Oh, was I, I, was like, I thought it was pretty cool how, you know, because they named Rob the Young Wolf when he was like king of the north and yeah. you know, that kind of came full circle and John was the white wolf when he became king of the north. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, my number two most satisfying moment is when Arya Killed the way the chick that was in uh, Bravo's that was just tormenting her and she was supposed to be showing her the ropes, but in actuality she hated the fuck out of Arya. The whole point of them being faceless men or whatever was don't have no grudges because you're nobody. You're no one. So I mean, but she was all on Arya's nutsack about dumb shit. She not following the rules. Okay, you're no one. You shouldn't care about what somebody else is doing. But Arya like a G, used to be blind, got her in a dark room and took care of her motherfucking ass. You know a dope also twist at the end of Game of Thrones would have been Arya died in that room and mm-hmm. the Waif was wearing her face in Westeros. Obviously they wouldn't have been able to do that because it would have been like major plot holes because uh, yeah. the first thing Arya did in Westeros, I think she chilled with that nigga hot time. I don't think the Waif knew yeah. about that. It would have been yeah. dope though. I mean, if you want to just get the holy shits out of there, that would have been yeah. like a little holy shit <laughs> moment. Like before, like like Arya gets on that boat at the end, takes off her face, and she's that chick. That would have been like, yeah. But yeah, and our <laughs> final most satisfying moment of Game of Thrones go back to season one when Daenerys gave birth to the dragons. Nobody uh, believed. That was dope. Yeah, man. yeah. That was very vindicating. (laughs) It was like, yo, this is what she, I mean, she lost her husband and all that shit, but she came away with three baby dragons, and that felt satisfying. Your turn, sir. What is your three most satisfying Game of Thrones moments? All right. Three most satisfying moments. We got to kick this thing off with when Jeffrey died. I was waiting forever. From the very first episode, I was like, when is this little motherfucker going to get killed off? And then they finally answered my prayers. Was that season three? Was that was season pretty, four. Like the beginning of season, season four. four. Yeah. it was like Pretty early in season four. Now, I was so relieved when that happened. It's sad that, you know, Jane had to take that L for that, but I think it all worked out in the end. <laughs> yes. yes. And yes. for my second one, got to go with The Death of Ramsey. Not just because Ramsey was this douche they was all waiting to get out of the way, but that was kinda of like the turning point for Santa too. You kinda of see Santa. Yeah. It was like she kind of learned her lesson at that point. She kinda of like, yeah, I yes, She I'm stopped gonna... being a stupid little girl who thought everybody was there to help her.
1: That she was the, point the she see like, the world
0: for what it was. I'm not gonna be a victim anymore. Like yes. that's when she made that turn. That, and was, that her was her J L O turn. Yes. And for my third and final moment was when Lady Tyrell had that epic speech for Jamie. <laughs> and she was like, You know what, I'm not gonna give you the pleasure. And she took that poison <laughs> yeah. and dropped and them bars was... on the way out. Yes. And then knowing that this motherfucker had to go back to Cersei and tell him "Oh, damn, I ain't even get to kill him, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, he That's... gave her the poison. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. And yeah. He gave her she said, Will it will it will it hurt? And he was like, Nah. And she drunk it and was like, Yeah. And then she started to talk that shit. Yeah, and yeah. And dad just in time for her to like for her, before he could like slit her throat with some shit and do some painful yeah. shit. Like, nah, 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 I can die right now. I can see what I needed to say. But yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah but he gave
0: her that poison not knowing that she yeah. was Yeah, he thought he was just gonna get architect, out of that Like, okay, yeah. you know, this is business, this is war. We kind of got beef with you, but not really. But uh, he found out he had a reason to have beef. Because yes, he yeah. kind of had his son murked off. She was one of the hands at play. Top yeah. three women of Game of Thrones now. We're not talking about the top three women characters. We're not talking about who had the best speech. We are strictly as trash, toxic, straight, black men, uh sexualizing women. That's what we do. <laughs> Who is your top three women of Game of Thrones? Top three women? All right. We got to kick this thing off with the Sunday, man. Yeah. So sad. So sad the way she ended. That's one of the top three women, period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Sunday, here we're going to go over to Sansa. She's... She really bloomed and blossomed on the show by the end of it. Yes. Definitely. And, of course, you got to go with the Mother of Dragons, man. You got to cap the list off. You got to get the 3 p The 3 p My list is a little bit different. We got one in common, and that's Miss uh, one of the top three women... On the planet, walking the planet right now, um, uh, yeah, yeah. I had to say Marjorie Tyrell. Uh, she, yeah. Mar- Marjorie put the Marjorie pussy had to been so it made a man commit suicide. <laughs> she had suicide pussy. She had pussy mm-hmm. worth dying for. Man, he had his first go and he was ready to go rounds, right? Like minute he, he did, my man Tommen Baratheon. Was re- he killed himself when the pussy was taken from him? Nothing <laughs> said. And last but not least for me is the red woman. Um, I gotta say the red woman. I mean, yeah, she gave birth to that shadowy <laughs> shit. But
1: those had to be the the That had to <laughs> be
0: some top notch yams. Because, <laughs> I mean, Stannis <laughs> burned his own child. Yeah, he, he tasted it one time. And he was ready to risk it all at all times after that. I gotta give it up to Red Woman even though she was old as fuck and she just looked like old sour cream as an old woman but the real, when she had the shit going for her definitely one of the top women of Game of Thrones. We're gonna move on to our top three douchebags top three douches of Game of Thrones. I think you went first, so it's time for me to go first. Yes, sir. I'm going to keep this. Everybody knows Littlefinger was a douche. Everybody knows (laughs) Littlefinger always had anything he said. It was always a backup plan and a backup to the backup plan. He was one of the most conniving pieces of shit in Westeros. His ultimate goal was to slip inside either Cat Stark or Sansa Stark no matter the cost, he was always ready to risk it all for, for some stark pussy. Uh Kind of cost him in the end. But yeah, Littlefinger. Tywin Lannister, definitely a top three douche. He made that list just off the strength of fucking his sons. Yeah, Maybe yeah. After, after putting him in a position where he was going to be sent to trial um, and be killed as a murderer that he know didn't do it, yeah. And his yeah. first order of business after that was fuck his girl, uh, dick move. And last but not least, I mean, we gotta give Cersei the promise that she's earned it. She, she worked yeah. her ass off to make everybody's top three yeah. list. And I would be doing her a disservice, uh, if I didn't, uh, bring that up. But who is your top three douches? Top three. we're starting with Littlefinger, you know, the silver-tongued devil, he, he spit some good words and he always had plots and plans and all that great stuff that ended in a pretty epic death that I feel like was pretty epic, so it's very satisfying. And then for my second, I gotta go Cersei. Cersei, I'm a big Lena Headey fan and I've been keeping up with it for years and the fact that I love Lena Headey so much and I hate Cersei so bad, that's a true testament to a great villain right there. Great douchebag. And for the third, the cap, got to go with Brand, man. Like like you said, the whole whole door shit and him just pulling up everywhere and giving everybody that douchebag stare and, like, him knowing the uh, whole time. Oh, he look time. like that magic kid. <laughs> I can't get that image on <laughs> my head. And knowing the whole time how everything's gonna turn out and just they come through at the end like yes. you think I came all this way for nothing, like <laughs> yes, and with that Yeah, and he got the most punchable shit face. Eating <laughs> shit eating grin shit eating grin. He has the most punchable face. Like it's some it's been some times like especially in the last two seasons where he just walking around staring at walking around, riding around, staring at people. It was sometimes times where I wish that tower was just a little bit higher when Jamie pushed <laughs> his ass up. He could have I mean, saved like, us a lot of cringe worthy moments. Think about how many laughs he's cost up until this point. Like you Yeah. Your cost, bull. Uh, he caused a lot. He like uh Jojen Reed, he got him killed off. He dad he, got shanked that. Up. he his own fucking dire wolf got killed yeah. off. Hold Lord, yeah. dad protected him. Uh, reek dad protecting him like you know he's the he's the HBO male version of Sookie Stackhouse where he always of- turns out <laughs> fine but god damn it if god you, damn if you don't leave a trail of bodies <laughs> that motherfucker just always yeah I'm great no everything's good and he got a trail of bodies of people protecting his ass. yeah so that's it no more Game of Thrones yeah. This podcast is no longer a Game of Thrones fan podcast. We are a Westworld fan podcast. Oh yeah. Motherfucking Kid Cuddy. Motherfucking Jesse. I'm here for. It. <laughs> I'm here for I'm here for all. I'm here for all this goofy shit. I'm here for Westworld. Yeah. West I can one thing I can trust Westworld. They will not go Disney. They will not do what the fuck Game of Thrones did because I don't think the writers of Westworld got to go do Star Wars movies and shit, so nah. they're going to stay their ass focused on the prize. That's why Westworld be taking two years in between seasons, just to get <laughs> this shit right. Yeah. And I'm here for it. Any last thing you got to say to the people before we sign off? Nah, this is not This is far from my first time from being on the podcast. Um, yeah, if they ain't got my handles by now, we <laughs> they're, they're, they don't give enough of a fuck to fucking... Go find yeah. <laughs> no, It's hard to get followers nowadays, dog. I don't know what these bitches want from a nigga. I don't know what they want, man. It's hard out here, man. But yeah, that's it for Don V Fridays. I will see y'all next week. God bless.